What's up, guys? Welcome back to Jews. We have the leader of the Jews today. All right, can I say that? Leader of the Jews? Yeah. He's the number one podcaster out of all of our friends. It's good to have you here, man. Jason Nash. Me. You know, I'm a little thrown off because when I got the text to come, I thought it was a modeling shoot that I was going to be a part of today because it was you guys. I didn't know there was going to be cameras and pressure to be funny. Todd actually has a modeling shoot scheduled after this. He wants to cut the podcast short because of it. Oh, cool. What's well, new? It's, it's not my fault. So I roll this, with you? Yeah, you come with me. Cool. I bet you thought it was a modeling shoot because Scott wasn't here. Or <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. I love that you're allowed to just dig at Scott when he's not around. Because <laughs> most of the time when we make jokes, we'll make a joke about Jeff and then David and I will be like, well, we can't, we can't do it because Jeff's not here. If Jeff was here, we could do it. Todd, on the other hand, just like, Randomly throw Scott under the bus whenever, <laughs> wherever, on video, not on video. I mean, I, I've known him for it's like great. way too good. I, I love, love that. If any of you guys made a joke about me and I wasn't there, I'd be like, oh, that's hilarious. Well, we're going to be talking a lot of shit about Scott today, so don't worry about that. Um, we watch your podcast. We noticed that you do bring up my name a lot, and I love it. I still get a little warm feeling in my heart when you do talk about Jeff. Jason will say like, oh, yeah, I work out with Jeff, and he's great, and David will throw in like, oh, my friend Jeff's so cool and good looking. I don't hear you bring up Todd's name a lot. <laughs> oh, we, used to, we used to bring him up all the time. And really? Yeah, remember? You should, we were on the podcast. He hasn't been coming around enough. I think maybe lately we have not mentioned Todd. I think you're right. I think this week we're due for some Todd action. Well, no, we got you, you here now. To. We could talk about Todd all we want. We won't treat you like shit like they do over there at the Views podcast because we know they <laughs> yeah. give you a hard time there. Can we get you? Oh, we got you up there. That's good, Oscar. Good job, dude. <laughs> it's good to have you here, Jason, man. We... Todd and I, we started our day early today. It's Monday morning. These podcasts are previously recorded, unfortunately. We don't do them like Jason and David do over there, just with, randomly whenever they feel comfortable. With Jeff, we can't go live as much as we want to, just because we have to cut out say. all the just controversies. <laughs> yeah, but we hiked this morning. I just showered. Todd didn't get to shower yet because this is we're at my house, so... <laughs> Fortunately, this is just an audio video podcast, so you can't smell Todd because he is stinking off the place over there, right, Jason? I think I smell great all the time. Not at all. He, you could Thank smell you. him through the Todd, lens, I bet. Todd's that type of guy that doesn't even smell when he works out. <laughs> and he's also that type of guy that if he did smell, half the girls would like it better. It's yeah, like probably. A, yeah, They'd be yeah, like, I like a stink. Right. Yeah, it's like a manly, musky smell, you know, after some, you bang. Some people like that. <laughs> I, love, I love a sweaty girl. Well, I just want to say, we, we, Jeff and I, we did this hike, and we, we try to keep quiet just so we can get everything out during this podcast, but we did get all our shit talking on all our friends out of the way, so you don't have to worry about that. Yeah, Except so we Scott. won't have to be cutting out all the bad Except stuff for, we said. Yeah. Except for Scott. Actually, since Scott is not here today, I wanted to bring up something that is extremely dark and depressing, because that's usually what he carries onto our uh, comedy, so well, supposed to be comedy podcast. I got a fortune cookie the other day, and it said, problems of today will be buried by the sands of time. Extremely dark and depressing, but there's also comedy in it if you look at it, like how Scott would look at this. It's basically like Todd sometimes will bring up his problems to me, and I'm like, dude, don't worry about it. You're really good looking. You're, you're famous. You make a lot of money. Everything's going to be fine. And at the end of the day, it doesn't matter because in a thousand years from now, there's just going to be sand on top of everything. All, all your old iPhones, your laptops, there's going to be sand covered. Look at the pyramids, right? You know what I mean? You do, you do the pyramids over there. They, they say there used to be a whole society there, like a city. They had flying cars. They had figured it all out. And then the meteor hit, sand over everything. So all those guys' girlfriends that were cheating on them and all that stuff that happened with the, with the Egyptians back in the day, doesn't matter because there's sand on top of it now. So make sure you look at life that way. 
like that fortune cookie I, I got. I can't believe that you say that that's depressing. That's literally the most inspirational fortune cookie you could get. And that you say it's sad. What does that say about him, Todd? Optimistic. I'm optimistic. No, opt- you said it's the most sad and depressing thing you've ever read when in, 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 in truth, it means whatever's going on. It's just in the past. Time, hey, time has wings. I mean, look at me. I was a piece of shit a few years ago, a couple days ago. Time heals everything. I just put my finger in Nerf's asshole. <laughs> Don't worry. Oscar does that all the fucking time. <laughs> He's got no tail. So when Nerf walks around, his asshole is always showing. It's, that's got to be so embarrassing. Imagine you had to walk around like at the mall and stuff <laughs> your and your asshole is out. That's just, Nerf's whole life. Just put dude. no bestiality up here. Yeah. Fuck. No, they, I don't think they were thinking about That was a joke. Uh, by yeah. I'll put my finger in his asshole. I'm actually very Wait, ca- kind to Nerf and I love him. And I just told Jeff if he wants to let him stay with me. Let me smell yeah, your finger no and tail, man. Let me see if I no believe tail. you. He no. has no tail. Sometimes it slips in there. That's someone, someone else's asshole. That's someone else's asshole. That's right. Not the dog's. Well, did you have a lot of candy last night, Jason? What is this, an ambush? I, only, I didn't come here to I, be disrespectful I, like that. <laughs> what is it, views? Is it views or views? Hey, Jesus hey, Jews. Talk about my religion all hey, you want, but hey. don't come at me with my sickness. I had which is, I a wake little up, bit. I had a little hey. bit of candy last night, a lot less than I usually have. Hey, Jason, it's okay over here. We, we're, we're not exploiting you because you have candy. Hey, David Jason. has a whole big jar of candy in his house, man. That Jason, guy has a candy. I don't eat it around Just David. say it. Fuck David Dobrik. Just say it once. I want to put my kids through college. Get us going. Yeah, you don't have to. No, you don't have that. to do that. I know yeah. you're right. You're right. David posted a photo of his mom the other day, and I commented, I'm "We like, loved thank it. God, thank God for your fucking mom, or I wouldn't have a career." I'd be yeah, like, that's right. You know? Yeah, she's a sweet, sweet oh, woman. I'll tell you, it does bother me. People go, "Oh, David, David lives off Jason." Oh, and I'm like, "What do I bring? Nothing to the table? Nothing?" I got tagged in this. I mean, Jason lives off David. Go ahead. I got tagged in this yesterday. It was very interesting. I want to play it for you guys. Um, you let me know what you think. This is like, I think the first time I had met David and hung out with him. I was more friends with Todd at this time, but you guys check it out. Let me know what you think. Todd has a friend, mm-hmm. this super New York, like cool dude. Yeah. Like, I mean, like straight out the wazoo, like super cool dude. Yeah, I met him for a second. And it was just like the best day of your life, right? Yeah, he wore, he's wearing a sport coat and jeans. He just looked, he looks insane. He yeah. looked like he won up Todd. And he looked like he gave birth to Todd. That's how cool he was. Mm-hmm. Um, and Todd has a friend. Wow. What? I don't know who they are talking about, but I got a feeling it's got to be me, right? I don't remember that clip at all. Who, cool I, guy, Todd's new friend from New York. sport coats. I wear sport coats yeah, sometimes. Maybe you just had, maybe you had a feeling you saw me in a sport coat. You might have misunderstood. When I met Jeff, I thought he was really fucking cool. But I didn't tell him that because I had more followers, more subscribers, more likes than him. Everything. And uh, he was getting like 15K likes with his, maybe with his, his girlfriend at the time, maybe 50K. Jeff was like all about taking photos with me and Scott. But I used to go down his Instagram and YouTube and watch his old videos. I'm like, this guy's fucking hilarious. Right. And then finally befriended him. And then he befriended my friends, and now he's better friends with my friends, and now he's at the top. <laughs> I guess life is a simulation if you think about it, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's you know. Kind of, I, think, I think they placed him in my life, mm-hmm. whoever runs the simulation, placed him in my life at that time, and then kind you're of- You're Tati, he's James Charles, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, you're right. Okay. <laughs> I don't know how, wait, so that means eventually I, like, I will build him up, but then I will tear him down yeah. and end him and make you lose 3 million subscribers. No, Todd will end you. Yeah. Oh, okay. In, and that, then, in um, that situation. Get your apology re- video ready, Jeff. Start on that shit now. Jason, what did you, you think about Jeff when I first brought him to the group? When I politely, kindly did that gesture for him and I brought him into the friend group? I thought he was great. I had seen his videos and I was like, oh, that guy's funny. And, and I'd definitely seen him in, 
in videos where he was the funniest one yeah. in the video. So I was like, oh, this guy's great. Todd's videos. Uh, not, not Todd's videos, just other people's videos. Like, okay. and, like, uh, like Rudy's and Anwar's, right? Or like, just other people's videos. I don't want to say who, but, well, thank but you, yeah. Jason. No, that means a lot. We I, really it's, appreciate it's, that. It's just, it's, it's not a put down on anybody. It's just a preference of his style of humor. Like, yeah, yeah. The thing I love about Jeff is when he starts to talk, you don't know if he's actually saying something from the heart or if he's going into a bit because he's so dry. Yeah, I don't even know. So you're like, a lot you're of the on time. edge the whole time. You're like, what the, f- what's he going to say? <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and then you're like, oh, that was, oh, that was from the heart. But then lots of times it was a joke the whole time and you're just like, oh, yeah, no, that yeah, took I don't forever, know, but it was man. worth it. <laughs> Our first couple of hikes together, he had me, I was dying. Like, so every hike I'm fucking, we're going back and forth. It's just a great time. That actually <laughs> reminds me of the time that we hiked together. This story that I love telling um, when you told me your answer to it was, you know, I'm, I'm 45, Jeff, I don't care. You can learn a lot from that because Jason and I were hiking. Sometimes, you know, we go on this hike and over here in Hollywood, it's like a pretty popular hike. You see some pretty girls there. And we're not like hitting on these girls, asking them for their phone numbers. Sometimes we'll give them a little smile and that's it. Maybe you see them again next time. And, you know, you just have a little friendship. But Jason slipped and fell down in front of this girl and embarrassed himself very badly. It was a bad fall. Like he completely fell down, wiped out on his back. He had dirt all over him and he fell right in front of this really pretty girl that was by herself. And I thought, I was like, oh man, this is going to be bad. He's going to disappear. He's not going to come back from this. But um, Jason goes... Hey man, look, I'm 45. You know, <laughs> nothing, nothing bothers me anymore. I just don't give a shit. And I'm like, that's a good way to look at life. It doesn't matter what this girl thinks because you're never gonna see her again anyway. Nope. And yeah, Jeff came up to me and he was like, he was like, oh man, oh that was rough. He like really felt bad for me. I was like, what do you mean? I was like, this is every day for me. It doesn't bother me. I mean, yeah, I didn't have a shot with her. You've got life down pat, man. <laughs> Yeah. It's impressive. I learn a lot from you. I'm very grateful to have you in the crew, an older guy that we could learn from, <laughs> not just somebody that's going to stress you out with their problems like Todd does to me. How do I stress you out? You make your problems my problems. No, if no, you're no, fighting no. with your girlfriend, I'm fighting with your girlfriend. Oh my God. You know, basically, or just from yeah. behind the scenes, I'm ghostwriting your fight. <laughs> I'm telling you, handle it like this. Let her know this. She's young. You got to handle it. Yeah. All right. Moving on. Like you said, uh, James Charles stuff. We should get into that a little bit because okay. Todd and I are both involved. I've met, I've met James Charles a couple times. Always very sweet to me. He offered to send a video to my daughter because my daughter's a big fan of his. So, yeah, as I know him, very, very kind. Um, he's all over the news. It's Never cool. hit on me, and I'm straight. He I hasn't hit on you. There I you mean, go. I'm sure there was, he was just waiting for his time. No, I think he's know. got good taste. That's why he didn't hit on me. Have you guys seen the videos about all the drama, like the news sites? I know the video is like 40 minutes long. I've only seen clips of it, of my, Tati's video. Yeah, my daughter was all in a huff about it. Wait, yeah. what? Well, she's a big James Charles fan. Charlie. She, yeah, she was Charlotte like, she was like, Daddy, Daddy, it's all over TikTok. What is going on with James Charles? Oh I'm like, God. I honestly don't know the whole story. So we watched like a 12 minute video. I feel video. so bad for Charlie. <laughs> don't feel bad for Charlie. But what is her opinion on the whole situation? Is she, has she unsubscribed from him with the other 3 million people? No, no, no. She, she still likes James Charles, but I, th- I think she understood that, you know, there was some wrong stuff in there. And he made some mistakes. But this is what I always say about 19 year old YouTubers, Logan, Jake. Logan's like 23 now. Is he? Yeah. I thought, okay. Oh, it doesn't matter. Sorry. Whatever he is, twenty three. Even they have so much, and they're gonna make mistakes. Growing when I was twenty three, if I was as famous as Logan Paul, I would have had you know 
hooker's dead on my lawn. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. For James Charles, I always say like, oh yeah, he's 19. Yeah. So maybe, maybe he didn't know or maybe he fucked up. What were you doing when you were 19? God damn, I was at UMass getting shitty grades. You know, going You're getting to parties shitty grades. I was working beer. in a barbershop in Miami. Oh, yeah. I had gotten a fist fight with my manager because he wanted me to wear the shirt of the barbershop while I was on the Jersey Shore. And I was like, this is a cheesy shirt, man. Fuck this shit. Mm-hmm. I'm not wearing this. These are my friends, the Jersey Shore guys. These guys didn't like it. They had, they had locked up my clippers in the drawer. And they were like, you can't have these unless you put on the shirt to wear on the show. I'm like, oh, you guys are going to strong arm me. You're going to hold this shit over my head. So I beat the shit out of the kid in front of the shop. And then they pulled out a gun on me. It's Florida, baby. Everybody has guns. Be careful out there. You're in Miami, Co- huh? You can have his ears on. He heard this story before. You don't have to cover his ears. <laughs> hey, no, Nerf. I mean, Nerf was in the, he was in the mix of it. He was there. Nerf he is 37 years old. He's lived through everything. <laughs> 47. <laughs> yeah, stay, stay put, Can Nerf. you imagine? He's older um, than me. Can you imagine if I, if I met Jeff when I was like 19, 20, where I'd be right now? <laughs> we both, he did. But that just goes to show you like where my head was at when I was 19. Right. And let's get back to the James Charles drama because that's what everybody wants to hear about, I'm sure, because they know that Todd was involved in a scandal with him. <laughs> I've been watching the news uh, videos about it from the drama. <laughs> From the drama channels, man. And it's cool when I see myself pop up in these videos because I'm like, wow, look, I'm on the news and I'm like in there because they're talking about a scandal with, you know, a popular YouTuber using his fame to convince straight guys to have sex with him. But then I see my face and I'm still like, hey, that's me out there. I don't know why, but Jeff, watching him talk, it's just he's such a sick fuck. It's so, it's so entertaining. The other day, Jason, I was saying something to Jason. Jeff wasn't there. And Jason's like, oh, wait, Jeff was there. He's like, Jason's like, ever since you started hanging out with Jeff, you became a lot cooler, man. More co- did I say that? <laughs> or like more confidence or some shit like that. That's good, man. Oh, I love yeah, the yeah, effect yeah. I have on you guys. It's, it really is great. You do have more confidence in taking out with Jeff. Which That's is good, good, man. I wish it would rub off on me. You're 45, Jason. Yeah. You already have the most confidence you, a person could possibly have. You've physically reached the top potential of confidence. You do stand-up comedy. You go out there in front of Condolences thousands. is what I have, not confidence. <laughs> that joke doesn't work. Cut it out. Yeah, no, we'll leave it in. We'll leave it in. <laughs> also, I, I think I do have some fibromyalgia, so I get in trouble when I use that joke. People are like, that's not something to joke about. Okay, you guys are, you're going to have to give, that, give, give all of our audience a, a second to Google Pharmavagera, whatever, what'd you just say? Thermophagera? <laughs> I don't know. Bamargera. Yeah. I'm sorry about that, guys. Jeff, I'm sorry I cut you off earlier. What were you saying about James Charles? Okay, so the James Charles stuff. Man, what are the... The biggest things that he's being dragged down for right now, it's for using his fame and, and money to convince straight guys to have sex with him or something like that. I guess. Well, how, how much money did he have to give you to have sex with him? <laughs> Come on, Todd. This is a touchy subject <laughs> for your sarcasm. I don't know James that well. I've only met him through like doing the videos and maybe like two other times like at Coachella and stuff like that. He was really nice. And then... Oh fuck, man! This is just such a hard thing because it's such you gotta. I'm walking on eggshells, man. We didn't make this podcast to talk about drama and do shit like that. We just did it to joke around, but that's why we never bring anybody up on our podcast. I know, dude. But now I'm getting these comments on my Instagram, and like for a while there, it was like annoying that everybody's like, "Date James, date James." I'm like, I did a collaboration with James, you know. Like then all the people at home, they want to comment this stuff and say like, "Oh, you should date James." And now something goes wrong with him. And now everybody's like, you need to unfollow James. I don't need to do shit. Like, just like when I collaborated with him and, you know, he said some things that were like a little flirty. 
And I was like, hey, man, not gay. Let's move on. Mm, And then he was like, okay, we'll move on. Let's do a video. And we talked about it in the video. And that was the end of the story. So people saying that like, oh, he's using his fame and power to manipulate people to have sex with him. You just say no. And then it's over with. (laughs) What's the big deal? Why is he like having a big Uh, cancel party? I don't get it. Todd, you were there. I I say yes. I mean, Todd really... Is that what a problem? Forget, what if you mix up yes and no, and you go yes, and next thing you know, he has your tongue in your ass? Yeah, you know he's I mean? just holding you down. Who knows? What if you you trip and he falls, and then the next thing you're doing cunnilingus? <laughs> why do I feel like this podcast is going to ruin my career? Is it? Is I feel it like, I feel like I'm going to say something. Jason, you can't joke about that. You know, but James Charles has asked his tongue in your ass. That's not something to joke about. People get tongues in their ass all the time, and it's not funny. I know we're gonna, we're laughing about this now, but we're gonna get so much shit. God hey, damn it. it was gonna ruin me. It already it already would have. You know, from what I know of James Charles and how the few times I've met him, I think he'll figure this out, and I think he'll be fine and you know it's maybe it's a learning lesson for him but i think but the what is crazy what we can talk about is he lost three million yeah yeah three three million million? three million yeah if i I lost three million i'd be negative two million people were having viewing parties of him losing followers that's crazy that people thrive on it they enjoy it there's this one video of like the stock market like i of I think the stock market it was like just like doing well. Yeah. And then but they put in James Subcount yeah. down and everyone's just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, people it's really crazy how people thrive on on the downfall of people. It used to be with like politicians and stuff. Yeah. Like I remember well, I was really young, Spitzer. but like Saddam Hussein when they dragged down that statue yeah. and stuff like that. Like people are but he would like That's a little different. He would James do a whole, like, yeah, like he killed people, right? Yeah, I mean I I, I mean I, a, I was very a, young. A dictator who oh. You know, killed everybody. Wow, it's man, not that, still going down, is it? Yeah, it is. That's crazy. Jason, it's crazy if, how people if, jump on the bandwagon and support this type of negativity. That's kind of like I, I get it. People like to be part of something, but it's like they're celebrating uh, somebody's downfall, and and it's not like he hurt anybody. As somebody who's been through a, a scandal and a lot of like oh crap, I, I can tell. Huh? Yeah, I can tell you that whatever you read online. Whatever the comments you read that would upset you if James Charles is out there like reading the comments and getting really bummed out, it's not real. Because when I was going through whatever shitty stuff I was going through, I would read the comments and be like, oh my God, I'm like fucking, I hate this shit. But then I'd go to the mall and people will walk up to me and they'd be like, yo, what's up, Jason? And I'd be like, wait, d- everyone hates me, I thought me, everybody right? hates and then, me. And they'd be like, what do you mean? They, they don't even know. They, they don't. No, yeah. There's, there's, there's. Way more people that have no idea that James I feel Charles like it's almost in. like you're watching a show and like it's like, okay, this character used to be my favorite, but right now he's in a bad spot. Exactly. But he'll come back from it. Exactly. And you're basically treating these people in their real lives like they're characters on Game of Thrones and some fantasy bullshit the, land like Todd watches. Yeah. And you treat these people like they're real people. But the internet, it's, it's, so, it's not real. And people that just troll, not even troll, are on there all day commenting about your life. Mm-hmm. our lives yeah yeah can get fucked and it's just like it's yeah. not real it doesn't matter yeah like, like this like, guy james is not really murdering people and holding them down and raping straight men and <laughs> saying you want to lose your subscribers you better have sex with me no you know, like, he's, he's not, not doing saying that. that at all no like people are just making this drama it's fun to watch it's fun to get look we got the thing up here we were all having a good time a good i don't laugh. even think it's fun to watch 
I, I, I don't. I, I don't even think. I, I hate people getting beat up Let's on. be honest. We were watching a drama video last night at David's. We were all lined up. So cliche vlog squad bullshit. Then we got this drama thing watching YouTube on the TV. And then David turned it off and he put back on some, the like, The Rock movie. That's Red like every, every movie's the same that he does. And then I'm like, wow, man, those fucking stupid drama videos are better than this. This movie sucks. Yeah. I'd rather watch this YouTube drama than another rock movie you know it's the same thing over and over again. shout out to the rock he's yeah. the man i love him such I, I liked what you said there that was really insightful it is it they think that i'm turtle from entourage turtle you know or they think that they think that todd is uh the guy from big bang theory playing a character but that's really good jeff and then you get into these situations too where you're you get lost in it where you're like if i like make a joke about todd I think of it as like I'm on a sitcom making a joke about Todd, but people think it as Jason's a dick. Cancel me. I want to be canceled. I want to be, I want to have my episode where we put my so- social blade on the TV. They won't cancel you, know? you because you want to be canceled. I know. <laughs> cancel me. I don't want to be dismissive of what the allegations are. It is serious stuff. Predatory behavior. Predatory behavior. I don't know, man. I was in that situation specifically. James did come on to me but i i mean we're we're comedians we joke around we joke around about our our guy friends being good looking all the time and it's just like it's something i'm used to so he did in the beginning say like hey let's go to the movies or something like that and i'm like hey james i'm straight dude like you know like all jokes aside like and he was like okay cool uh then next week he hit me up to do a video together and talk about it and we talked about it and it it was fine like you just Got to speak up for yourself. If you feel like you're in a situation where somebody is trying to manipulate you to do something, just speak up or ask one of your friends. Ask somebody that you think is smarter. Todd, you've been there before. You said you, you've done gay for, for pay stuff before at the beginning of your career. That was with David, and he's, he's circumcised, uncircumcised, so it was kind of cool. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was so you charged him more. Yeah. Right. And David, J- David's gentle, and he's, he keeps his shirt on because he's scared of his body. <laughs> Oh, I've never seen him with his shirt off. Never, never, huh? never seen him with his shirt off. I walked into his room the other day and he had a towel around his waist and he had his bare back to me. <laughs> and he didn't even know I was there. And I went, and I walked right out because I was like, I'd never seen his bare back before. And I felt like I shouldn't was it, see it. Was it hairy? No, 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 his back isn't I, hairy. I bet you he has a third nipple. Well, that would explain a lot. Which I think we got to see that thing. It was very interesting seeing you interact with his mom because I feel like you're his real dad. You know, like I've, uh, you're such a father figure in his life. I don't know about that. He browbeats me every day, so it's an <laughs> odd relationship. If I'm the dad, it's like a stepfather figure that you can abuse. Yeah, because his no dad's power, a great you know? guy too, and I love his dad. Oh, his dad's, it, his dad's awesome. great. I every, mean, yeah. Every time when Scott and I would go to his dad's house, their parents' house in Chicago, he's like, "It's like eleven in the morning. We just landed." Hey, you want a shot? Yeah. Aren't you guys the drinkers? Come on, yeah, huh? yeah. Oh, yeah. He did that joke with me too. Yeah. He he was like, uh. Uh, he, Jeff, there's some silverware missing from the house, and he said, "Like I stole because I've been to jail." But you could definitely tell where he gets his sense of humor from. His mom's very funny too, but yeah. I'm always interested in stuff like that, like where it splits with the parents, because you are a mixture of the two. Yeah, you know. Well, you know what's interesting is I his mom is an editor, and his dad is a photographer. Really? Yeah. So David's good at editing, and he's good at shooting. And so wow. I got a lot from that. I love that. I love people's stories. Like Kurt Cobain has the best story. Yeah. You know, he he went to this high school. He was beaten up, and then the year after high school, he got a job as a janitor 
in the same high school. Mm -hmm. So the kids at 18, 19 just fucking made fun of him. You fucking janitor, blah, 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 blah. And this created this storm of like angst, angst. And I'm going to fucking show you that I am somebody. And, and I, I love stories like that. Yeah. Howard like, Stern, same thing. Went to a, a all African-American school. His parents pulled him out of the white school and sent him to the black school to prove a point to say, look at us. We, we believe in racial equality. Meanwhile, he got the shit kicked out of him every single day. Wow. And, and that made, that made him who he is, you know, and it gave him this really unique perspective. Jason Nash struggled, homeless, dragged through the mud. Yeah, and same for me, my story too. I, I your failed. come up is in the future. I think when you're like sixty, you're gonna make it. <laughs> right now, all this stuff with with all of us torturing you, that's gonna that's be. It. This, this is, is it. your Kurt Cobain high school this story. This is my Kurt Cobain moment right now. We're giving you shit tortured. now, but you're gonna make it big one day, man. And Thanks, it's good man. to have you here. We're really, we're really lucky. Let's talk about this candy you're eating at night. Swedish, Swedish fish. I knew this ambush was coming. This is the theme of this podcast. No, we I, talk I, about the candy we eat at night. I talked to Brandon Calvillo last night for like an hour about, you know, whatever he's going through. And I love to be his friend, but I ate an entire bag of Cheetos just talking to him. Not, and not, guys, not a little bag, a bag. On the, on the phone. Well, that's good. At least you aren't going in on the sugar. Jason actually, he, he buys healthy food. Yeah. And then at night, but, when I eat the healthy food, I'm like, this is not doing it for me. This is not these grapes aren't going to put me to sleep. Yeah. Oh yeah, you guys live together. I forget about that sometimes because yeah, you, you're never together. You're never <laughs> like talking about stuff that happens at home. You guys basically just use that big mansion that you rent to put your luggage there when you leave, when you come home from your trips. Yeah, that house is a bust. I love the house. I don't. I mean, it's, um, it's I'm, tough. We're both in and out because we're both so busy with social media and everything. <laughs> just to remind you guys what our jobs are. You know, in filming movies. Yeah. Um. No, I I, I am in and out. All the time, I'm always at Jeff's on the road. Region, you know, he's living his life. I, I was mean, out of town for a while, but now I'm back for a little bit. Todd has a lot, a full life, and a lot of opportunities to go places. And you know, you're doing the right thing, which is yeah, you're doing great. I think Jeff has a real desire to to do stand up and be a comedian. Yeah, he does. He keeps talking about it. So the other day, he's like, "Oh, Jason asked me to do stand up or open for a show." Yeah, and he's like, oh, "I don't know if I want to do it." I'm like, "Dude, you talk about doing stand up every fucking day. Just fucking do it. Commit." And so I think he's going to do your show. I think right? I'm riding out the last of my good looks. And then when that starts going down, I'll start stand up. Start stand up. Yeah. Cause it's I like, I look at myself, no, dude, you... I look in the mirror and I'm like, yeah, I don't like this guy. I don't, I'm not going to like laugh at him. You know, I'll, I'll like ask him what his hair style or, his, or what product he uses in his hair or what's like a good workout plan. But I'm not going to like laugh at this guy's jokes. There's a lot of good looking comedians now. Na a name lot, one. A lot more than there Who? used to be. Crystalie is really good looking. Um, you think Crystalie is good looking? I mean, the guy was like a lead on a sitcom. You got to be yeah. somewhat decent looking to be a lead on a sitcom. He is. I guess he is. Pete Davidson, number one comedian from Staten Island. Well, I love, <laughs> I love Pete Davidson. He's my favorite too. comedian from Staten Island. Yeah. And then Jeff. Yeah, I think Jeff's scared because he doesn't want to be second best stand-up from Staten Island. Oh, I don't think that's what oh, it is. I think, I think the popular opinion on Pete Davidson is he's very funny, but he's not the best to look at. Which I, I disagree. I think he's a cool guy. I think he, he messed up by dyeing his hair and getting too many tattoos. Maybe he went a little fuckboyish down the fuckboy lane. He looks cool. He yeah. looks really cool. Like I, I love Pete Davidson. But uh, to be a respected I, comedian, you got to not give a fuck a lot. Like, look at Jason's shoes right now. <laughs> he, I mean, those things have about a six-inch foam thing on the bottom to protect his knees and joints, you know? He doesn't give a shit about his appearance. 
And that's why he's so funny. No, now, I- if he was in the tattoo parlor all night long getting tattoos of, of like cool little tribal things and stuff, I'd be like, dude, what are you, why are you trying so hard for yeah. me? You don't need to inflict pain but on then, yourself to be cool. But then at the same time, like I see you guys looking so good and there's like such a part of me that's like, man, I want to look good. Go get tatted up. Get some new shoes. <laughs> you guys don't have any tats. Oh, well, he does. I got some tats. I mean, a, Jason, you, you do have like some like nice designer clothes, like Balenciaga, Gucci, and stuff like that. I know, but I'll wear the I'll wear these Balenciaga shoes that Trisha bought me. But then those they'll look good. But everything else looks awful. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. I do wish I could look good. I just I can't get it together. That's why I love David because. He does not give a fuck. He doesn't, either. but he's so famous and so rich, and people just send him free shit. So he has cool shit laying around. If he doesn't put it on, yeah, I love when he walks in somewhere in sweatpants and everyone else is like dressed up. I'm like, this is hilarious. Yeah, because it's that LA thing of like, there's a, if you guys aren't from LA, there is an LA thing of that thing of I'm so rich, I'm so talented, I wear the, whatever the fuck I want. Yeah. And it's not just David. There's like like Adam Sandler will do that. Yeah, Adam Sandler he'll go he's, on a talk show. Yeah, just looking like whatever, and I and I love that. I love that about Adam Sandler, you know. Yeah, well, he's David been doing that for that. years. Just wearing basketball shorts, just walking. Yeah, just wearing basketball yeah. shorts, whatever. I love that. He goes to a premiere. He goes to a premiere and sweat. Like I've yeah. seen him in a sweatpants. His movie that'll make a billion dollars. That's fucking great. But Jeff, why don't you come and do stand up this weekend? Okay, I mean, I'll introduce you. I'll come out there and I'll introduce you. I don't have like a routine. Why don't written. you just write like three minutes about Todd, and that'll that'll kill. You can play me or like do like a monologue. I mean, I'll, I'll come not. up there and be like, hey, what's up, guys? My name's Jeff. Because people are going to just my name fucking Jeff. lose it the second I walk there out you there, you know? You're your opener. That's a good joke. And if I came out and they screamed and they lost yeah, that's it, true. The maybe I don't want Everyone that. Everyone fucking might, roof that started, dust started <laughs> falling down from the yeah, roof. Yeah, I guess I wouldn't send David out there before me either. The energy might be wasted on Jeff. If oh, yeah, Jeff, you're out. You, you, know? just, you just lost the job. But if I come out and I'm like, hey, what's up, guys? Chill out, chill, calm down, calm down. I am Jeff, but I'm here to introduce Jason. Everybody, welcome Jason Nash. No, no, I, this is a terrible y'all. idea. It's one of my worst ideas ever. You're out. You can cut, you're coming out in the you end. Should bring out like Jonah or something first. You know, boo. Yeah, he, he won't be. <laughs> he won't be there. Yeah, because then you have to pay for his plane ticket, and now we're yeah. getting into the expenses and, and the profits that you're going to walk away you from have to pay in for, this. For Jonah's plane ticket, then his family's going to want to go. His yeah. whole family. Yeah, you got to fly seven people. <laughs> I love Jonah, and they only first think class. So funny. No, I did too. He gets a bad He's great, man. I give him and Vardon haircuts this week, and they are so funny together. Vardon, that kid is a young Josh Peck. I think he's going to be the biggest out of everybody. You think? I think so. Vardon, that kid has talent, man. He could play a high school bully uh, in like a huge blockbuster movie. Yeah. Or he could just make his own content, and I think he'll he'll kill it that he way. He wants too. to own gas stations when he grows up. That's what he told <laughs> okay. me. Wow. I'm going to make all my money and make my money on Cameo, and then... And then when I get um, money from the cameos, I'm going to buy a gas station. <laughs> That's and, awesome. And then um, give all the money to my mother because she needs it. He's made so much money on cameo. He's done all right on cameo. He's yeah. doing really well. Yeah. He's made $9,000, I heard, from he doing did? those videos. Are you guys on cameo? You do that? I'm on cameo. I haven't shouted it out ever. Jason, you I'm do on cameo? cameo? If you guys I want did cameo. For a while, I stopped. It's kind of tough, man. You I, really lose your integrity when you no, make those videos for I, like 40 bucks. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think I, it's I look dope at, that you do it. I mean, I look at, it, look at it as I have piano lessons like twice a week, once a week. I just do a cameo and I pay for my piano lessons. Yeah. You know? I just put I, okay. it back into myself. That's cool that your fans are supporting you learning piano <laughs> now. <laughs> <laughs> but you also make a lot of money doing other stuff, like no, real really real life jobs and stuff and endorsements and all that. 
So like I would just be like maybe you know you won't even notice that and you're like bank statement like your fifty dollar or hundred dollar whatever piano lesson but um I just can't bring myself to be on that like when people are looking at oh who fucking who sold out like who has absolutely nothing going for him right now and has to now resort to this like I'll just go to the website and be like okay god damn oh shit ah uh, Cody Coe's on here oh man Matt dude King's you're on, on the way oh. up bro why are you why are you already doing this well cameo is actually worth a lot of money now oh it's yeah, a great idea a lot of money I wish I was able to invest in that before it took off yeah people love the uh they love getting the messages but as Josh Peck said to me maybe just give it to him for free yeah <laughs> but then at the same time that takes time that yeah time is I hate to sound cliche, but time is money. All of our time is so precious. I just wish they like bought a piece of merch and then got that as a bonus, you know, like, or just buying that video specifically. Oh yeah, that's is, actually a good idea. If you, if, if you could pair Fanjoy with Cameo and you're like, all right, buy my merch and I'll send you a video message. Hey, let's just record our business idea brainstorming <laughs> and we do none of them and lose all of our money. I had a good idea, man. I was going to make a water and call it ab water and just put sugar in it and have it not work, but just have like the bottle, you know, like those colognes that yeah. come in the shape of like a torso that's ripped, yeah. you know, and do like the bottle like that. So people are drinking this bottle thinking they're going to get abs from it. Yeah. And then we just fucking cash in, make millions of dollars, sell it to Coca-Cola like 50 Cent did. But there's a ton of sugar in it. Yeah, it doesn't yeah, but work, Jeff, but it tastes Jeff will good. Jeff model for it and he'll do like I'll commercial. model for like, it. I won't drink it and yeah. I'll sell it for a ton of money, like $15 a bottle, yeah. I think. Like KKW. Kim Kardashian West, or as my yeah. mom calls it, KKK. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> She's like, oh, I, I gotta, get, <laughs> I gotta <laughs> get that KKK perfume. I'm like, no, mom, KKW, not KKK. <laughs> cut it out. Cut out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We gotta okay. cut that? Yeah. No, it's an honest mistake. She's, yeah, she's, 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 she's a sweetheart. She's like, KKK. I just like saying cut that out a couple times an episode. Uh -oh. I think that's my catchphrase. Just eh, cut it out. Time is wings. Guys, today's video is sponsored by Gothic Mochas. No, you, you did it last my week. Merch. You did it last Gothic week. Oh, I, I go get my new app, Carpool Dad. Oscar plays it. Okay, sorry <laughs> to interrupt, but this is our quick little ad break. We actually don't have any sponsors yet because this is a new podcast. We still don't know if it's real or not. Can I buy some space? Yeah, you could do it. Go ahead. Guys, this is my new app. It doesn't work. Jason's 45 years old, guys. If we haven't said that yet. He's still learning how to use technology. It's new to him. I know the iPhone's been out for 10 years. Yo, guys, it's Jason Mass, and welcome to Carpool Dad. <laughs> like what I said, the game's great, and it pops up, and whenever somebody pulls it out and starts playing it, it starts out with, hey, guys, I'm Jason Nash, and everybody just will be talking about some serious shit, and then you hear this stupid-ass game come out, and it just it gets people laughing. It's it's so funny. It's so dumb. Check it out, guys. Jason number, came on the show. Number 86 on the App Store. Oh, wow. That's huge, man. <laughs> Who would have thought you'd be a video game developer? How cool hey, is that? They're talking about a sequel already. Jason, when, when Vine ended, how, yeah. how did you feel? Oh man, I was so crushed because I didn't know Vine was ending. I, I saw it was out and then um, I called Brandon and I was like, bro, what are we going to, what is going on? And he's like, oh dude, this has been coming for a long time. Cause I'm 45. I didn't know. Yeah. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, bro, the app's been just dead for a while. I mean, I'm surprised it lasted. Oh, you long. didn't see it coming? No, I had no idea. I, knew I was it. like, oh, I it'll come it back. Coming. I knew it was down, but I was like, oh, the people will come back to it. No. 
how cool is that, that, you know, like you were back at zero and you were like, shit, man, I don't want to get back into another thing, but you did YouTube, you sucked it up, you stuck it out, you put in your hard, hard work for years, all day, all night, yeah. doing your own videos, working with David and friends, and now you're back doing stand-up, yeah. you made a video game, like shit you never think you'd do. Like, I got, that's the I, coolest I stuff. I got a second chance with, with uh, Like a million YouTube, followers, like hitting like, a million subscribers. That's cool. It's like, kind of really lucky. It's really never full circle, expect- the stand-up thing. Yeah. yeah. David, kind of, David found you at a comedy club, right? I got really lucky with Vine to, to be able to make money and have all, all those followers. It died, and then somehow I got another another lucky break to be able to do YouTube. I remember we were were having a party at uh, the Denny house, our first house where me, Heath, and Scott, and Elton lived. And you were there and you didn't really hang out with us yet. We were just at this party. It was Zane's, I think Zane's birthday. And you're asking, you're like telling me, oh, your your vlogs are, your YouTube channel is doing great, huh? I'm like, "Uh, I don't know. I don't really know what I'm doing. I remember watching your vlogs because you made them way before me. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is cool. And you guys were all together. It was like watching friends in a way because you were like, oh, Scott's popping in, Zane's popping in. Yeah. And you're also damn fucking likable. So yeah, I was like, wow, that's really cool that they do that. But then like a month or two later, I think that's when you met David. And then you started coming around more. And then I think the first like couple bits, I don't know, David really put you through the the ringer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shaving your head, making you smoke. I was just willing to like... (laughs) just do anything because I wanted my kids to eat. We had a great relationship that way. He needed content and I was I was just hungry and just ready to do anything. But it's so cool you know? to see the shit that comes out of these things. Like you, you expect to get like your million subscribers and stuff like that because everybody, like I, uh, I'm about to hit a million subscribers. It's like not really that big a deal because everybody around us has it. But when you get like cool opportunities in, in your life, like the collaborations I get to do now with some YouTubers, it's like, yeah, I never expected I'd be here cutting Simon Rex in my house and he comes out rapping saying he's sucking his own dick. And yeah. Stuff. And that's just like, I, but your product is good. I mean, those videos that Oscar cuts, they're, they're really good. They're like little Comedy Central shows, you know? <laughs> what? <laughs> that Oscar cuts? <laughs> hey, we're editing partners. If it was not for me there editing half that shit. It would never have a video come out ever. There would never be a single. I would have zero videos on my channel. <laughs> no, Get the fuck out of here, Jason. You're done. I, I what I meant it's to great say to have is you here, he Jason. brings he brings a lot of the technical stuff that you. I don't think you know how to do. Yeah, like there's Maybe a lot do, of things you that do a lot of the editing, and uh, he's completely self-taught too. He learned how to edit, shoot everything all from YouTube. So that's pretty cool. Just goes to show you guys, you don't need to go to school to do anything. You don't need to go to school to learn how to do comedy or write poetry oh you went to school never mind go to school i, I, I didn't necessarily go to school just for writing yeah I did other you took stuff writing and i took right so. i took a couple courses but i was writing before that before that how's the book coming been done for a while now we're just getting all the like the technical stuff and the everything sorted out and so hopefully fall we're hoping for a, a fall release date damn and um that's exciting yeah i'm i'm really excited about it hopefully i don't really really promote stuff that well like my merch for example but hopefully i'll get better at it with the book coming out right it's something i'm more passionate about obviously it's actually it's kind of like you know it's i wouldn't say it's like you know scott put out an album and it's out for the world but for like this book i'm like i'm really nervous just because it's kind of like not to sound all it's like my soul is in this book and so it's for people to read and judge and be like, oh, this guy's full of shit or this guy sucks. Or, you well, know. if you don't get a sick feeling in your stomach, it's then, not worth doing. Exactly, yeah. So, yeah. no, yeah. That's, That's what right. I always would say. Wow. 
That's yeah. a beautiful way to yeah. look at it. It's when like I, before, before I, like a wrestling match in high school, yeah. I would have like these butterflies roaming around, which, yeah. Whenever I would do stand up and I would come up with an idea, I was like, oh, or, I, or a character. I used to do a lot of characters on stage. Like, I'd be like, oh, I get this like sick feeling in my stomach because I'd be afraid yeah. to, to do it or to that no one would like it. And then I'd be like, all right, gotta, gotta do it mm-hmm. and see. You just gotta commit. Yeah, and you know, most of the time I was wrong. They weren't. It wasn't funny at all. But you know, you bombed a lot over oh, the years. Bombed so much. But don't worry. Time I had a bunch of bombs like last week. You bombed San, recently. In yeah, in um, yeah, when I was in Arizona, and then at your own show, yeah. you bomb. I didn't bomb, but there's parts that are like yeah. because I don't do stand up every day, and I'm not on the road. Like there's there's parts that are rocky. Yeah, you know, not even rocky, but like my shows are different too because they're like. They know me mm-hmm. now, and so they're there, like, they're just happy to listen, you know, and there's parts that have huge laughs, and then there's parts that are like, I got to smooth this shit out, but, you know, I'm just working on it, working on a show, and that's it. But it's, it's okay, because time has wings, and people forget. Time has wings. There's nothing <laughs> worth doing unless you get stick to the stomach. James Charles... You know what has his tongue in my ass. These are the things we've learned <laughs> Back today. Back to cancel culture. Um, Jason's been canceled and he came out of it. I am looking to get canceled myself just for some excitement in my life, but I'm too charming and I don't screw up for real. I'm too good of a person. So we're, we're going to work on you that. You should bring your mother on this podcast so she can tell some stories about you. You know, that's out. funny. She listens to it and yeah. she, she uh, likes I, when she's brought up. I, when I went back to New York with, with Jeff for the, the best trip of our lives to prank his parents, his mother told me some stories about him. And it was, I was yeah. Like, Holy shit. Was She's got good, good dirt yeah. on me, man. She yeah, does. She could yeah, end yeah. me. My Maybe mom, if my you. mom cancels me, that'd be, oh, that would be great. I will lose a million your subscribers. Dad should make a YouTube video about your mom, your parents. Don't give them any ideas, yeah. man, <laughs> because they'll throw me under the bus. I've tortured them in my childhood. Now I, uh, I, you know, came around, but yeah. James Charles years, 19, dude. Oh man. I was still rough at that age. Me too. It didn't take till about like 30. Yeah, like now, like this year that <laughs> I started straight my life out. Scott and I were we were batshit crazy at that age. I mean, you still, still are, bro. Still, yeah. Saturday night when you called me, I was like, "This guy's out of his mind," but in a good way. You know, you're enjoying your life. It's gonna be so interesting when you guys are like 34 and like don't go out anymore. I'm yeah. already like 34 and don't go out anymore. Yeah, well, these guys are behind you. Yeah, but I love yeah. that about you, Jeff. I love like when we were at St. Patrick's Day and you're like. Let's fucking get out of here. Yeah. And we went to Nordstrom and looked at sneakers and bought yeah. sneakers. Oh, like, yeah. We got good sneakers from that, too. That was a good productive trip. And the other guys just got drunk and forgot what happened that day. Yeah. But we remember our day. I feel like I should say something that I love about Todd now because I said something I love about yeah, you. It's cool. You don't have to. Yeah. I don't, I don't, no, I'd I like don't need to. the pedestal. Though. I'd like to. Todd's always in a good mood. He's always really cool if there's a mess in the house. He's always really cool if my kids stay there. He is a fucking wonderkind at Instagram. He always has good Instagram captions. Thank I love you. his arty vlogs and I love the diaries and I love being in the diaries. Wow. I appreciate that, Jason. And, and the diaries loves you. Thanks. And I'm still waiting on some payments. Yeah, we're just a little backed up right now. You know, totally. financial I understand. Call Jack Reed, please. I think Todd is not always in a good mood. I think he's always in a bad mood. Lately, he's always in a bad mood. I do love the diaries. I think you could do more with him. I think you could take a couple more hours because he shoots for like 30 minutes and that's his... his yeah, he does shoot quickly. Yeah. You know, well, and he doesn't edit them. Joe, Joe's always on the run. He's shooting for David, for whoever he's working. Yeah. So I know he's busy. So we, I mean, we only get like an hour... A week, but we make it work. And you're right. We should. That's such a good concept. You, you're such a deep it. person. There's so much for people to know about you, and there's so much funny stuff and like just even creative stuff that you want to do. 
I feel like you could voice that a little better if you took a little more time with that stuff. But you know what, dude? Sometimes I'm in on my edits for like 20, 30 hours and I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? I need to be more like Todd. So who knows? We don't know what we're doing here. Yeah, we don't. Really don't. I mean, like Jason, like you're a little older, not much. You ever have grown up, you ever have like an identity crisis? Oh, yeah. Like of like trying to figure out what you're doing and like who you are. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When I was when I was married and had no job. Uh huh. Oh, yeah. I had identity crisis every day because I would go I would go to like her work parties and stuff and no one would talk to me and I'd be like, oh, man, I, I am just shit. I am just the worst person in the world. So in that respect, I did. Are you going through an identity crisis now? Um, not completely now, but like before, let's say like maybe like a year or two ago, like with the whole video situation. And then I kind of like really found myself. Ah, sounds and having known you now, you've definitely found yourself more this year than than last year. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, for with, sure. With writing, I've been journaling a lot more, which has helped. Yeah. It's like kind of like a roadblock in the day. But um, well, I love I, that you're, you're a... Um, you're a jack of all trades. I love that you do piano. I love mm-hmm. that you're working on all these things. And none of us Actually, work on anything, really. Yeah, you work on you, a lot of things. It's great. Yeah, I think you have a lot s- in common in that. What's up? We both, we have a lot in common. We both do a lot of different things, like a little bit of a lot of things and not so much of like one, one main focus. Like Scott's one, main focus is music yeah. now mostly and he's doing great with it. But that. actually, if it wasn't for Jason, I'd be losing my mind because you introduced me to my piano teacher. Found like finding piano and like being able being able to put like energy and time into that mm. and like being like passionate about like getting better mm-hmm. has like saved my mind. Uh huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, I like, was I was thinking that the other day that I should start taking lessons. I think it would do a lot for me. Yeah, it really kind of calms. I you don't down think it would make me any money or I'd be any good at it. But I do think mentally. it would calm me down and yeah. give me a purpose. Purpose mm-hmm. exactly. Like trying to like find like your purpose in what you're doing and you know what i think todd i think 27 to 28 what you just went through is a rocky age because that's like the age when you're like fuck i need to get my shit together now this is real life like i'm not getting any younger yeah you start to get little wrinkles coming i think that's the year when these guys know you're right show and they don't go away like this and you're like like this 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 is gonna happen fast i'm aging fast Uh because one year is when it starts and it doesn't like go quick but that's when you just see it happening like jason you seeing the wrinkles come in mm-hmm. what year was it around when my hair started to go gray uh and wrinkles probably like you know sun damage late 30s 40s oh okay so you were a late bloomer yeah and then the- you go through that thing too of like it, it lasts for like six months you're like oh my god i'm getting old and then you're like eh fuck it i'm yeah. old now yeah and you so cross you it through, you, know, you just like, went hey. through that stage and it was stressing you out a lot i went through that I, before i you know have you heard about saturn return you're, everyone has a Saturn return, which is no. the ages of 27 to 29, uh-huh. when those are supposed to be the key years where you change. That's I started feeling that. I, yeah. 27 and a half, I, can start, I see it in my face. Well, also, too, if I would stay out late and drink, drink mm-hmm. for a couple days in a row, yeah, I definitely see it. it. But when I go sober for a few days, drink lots of water, I look a lot better, obviously. Yeah. But no, I have- And hangovers start to get a lot worse at 27. Y- yeah. But I did, I did start seeing changes, changes, and I started freaking out, and then- um, then I start freaking out about life. I kind of calmed you down with that. You know, Jeff did calm me down, but like I see like my body, my, my face changing. And then I just start thinking about getting older and like, what's the point of like everything? just like, you're getting older and nothing's going to matter. Like, well, you're at just at that extent. stage still kind of because like, uh, you get old, like your life doesn't really start till after that. Like you go through that realization, like, okay, 
you know, it's so funny. What you guys are talking about is exactly what I'm reading. Wait, really? Yeah, it's so bizarre. I'm really? Like, yeah. You're like word so, for word. Well, you don't have to read anymore, bro. You hey. can just listen to us. That's hey. the beauty of podcasts. You the, don't have to read anymore. I was on the plane last week. I told this story last time, but I didn't tell the full story. So I'm flying first class to Atlanta to a festival, and there's this couple in front of me, old couple. Yeah. And I'm looking at them, and I'm just like, what's even the point anymore? You're old. You're probably like, I don't know. It's just like, there's, what is the point? Like, you're, you can't move well. And I'm like freaking out in my head. I'm like, oh my God, like life is just like, you're just, you're just waiting to die and like waiting mm. to not exist anymore. Cause once you don't exist, mm. oh, you think, people- okay, dude, you're making Jason depressed here. Cause he's, <laughs> I'm sorry. People like, oh, people mourn you yeah. for, people mourn you for no, a couple days and then they forget about lot, you. There's a lot but uh, of wait, things that I'm, matter in life. And then, okay. so I'm coming home from Atlanta yeah. and I'm about to board on the flight again. And the same fucking people are sitting in front of me. Same couple? Same couple well, are sitting in front of me. They went to the festival too. I, yeah, it looks like- <laughs> Hey, so they are living life. Hey, but, I saw you at Diplos. <laughs> but so I saw him again, and I start thinking about everything again, and I'm freaking the fuck out uh, on this plane again, right. and just thinking about like, dude, time has wings. You're getting older fast. Some of these kids listen to this podcast now are 18. Well, enjoy it, motherfuckers, because you're going to be 40 pretty soon. You need to get sober, bro. You know? <laughs> <laughs> time has wings. You got like fucking two weeks left, bro. We all got two weeks I, left I see to live, it. You're man. at about a week and a half left. Look at it this way. Those years might be really great for them because all of us now are running That's... around. Jeff's, I got to make a podcast. Oscar fucked up the audio. <laughs> I got to do this. You're, you're, I got to do a vlog. I got to do piano. Like We're running around. We're yeah, trying right. to make money. But They're probably, probably those two... Palm Springs playing golf. Kicking back. Yeah, yeah, yeah you dude. Uh, you never know. Because I thought at like 1920 when I was in those Miami beach years and I had moved there, I thought I figured it out. I was like, this has got to be the best years of my life that I'm living right now, so enjoy it. But I was a fucking idiot. I was doing all, like, I was running around like an idiot. Now when I finally got things happening that are real that I'm not going to lose in a day or like, you know, like this is the real fun. Like I'm having a blast now. And yeah. I know a lot to you guys, but, you know, stay with it. It gets better. There are reasons to live your entire life and not just two more weeks of it. You know, you get older, you have a family, you get to pass your life on to other people. I have kids like Jason did. Dude, that's crazy. Jason has has two more of him, you know? Like, that's that's crazy. God help us all. (laughs) Yeah, this is the happiest I've ever been. This is right now. Like, this is definitely the best time I've ever had in my life. So, and it took me a long time, but I'm happy now. You know what I mean? I'm I'm definitely happy. Like, I just like freak out. Every once in a while, I have like an existential crisis, you know? Yeah, I do too. Compared to like when Jeff found me, like what, back in October, I was a mess. Right. I was a big mess. You know, I wasn't, I wasn't happy. But now I'm, I am much happier in like everything I'm doing, my relationship with my significant, significant other, with my friends, everything, you know, parents. So everything. I'm happy to hear that. Yeah. You got 17 years till your prime. I, you know what I say? I'm always, we age like fine wine, baby. Yeah. Look Look at at John Stamos. He's like an expensive bottle of Chardonnay <laughs> with that blonde hair of his. <laughs> Chardonnay hair. I liked, I asked Jeff the other day, I go, um, I said, when you were dealing drugs and stuff, and were you like just always thinking about being busted? Because that's for me. Yeah. If yeah. I was doing stuff illegal, like, that's all I would think about. Yeah. It's like sitting here like, are they coming in to bust me? Yeah. And he goes, you said the neatest thing. You're like, she's like, nah. He's like, you just, you kind of enjoy it. She's like, you got to learn to like actually lean into it more. <laughs> And enjoy the fact that you're, isn't that what you said? 
That is true, but I do look at every like I'm not saying my friends that were doing the same thing would look at it like that. But right. I like but you to did. always take every negative situation and look at it like as if I was watching myself in a movie. Like uh, Blow is such a roller coaster ride of, of a life story, which is a true story, and it ends so depressing. But at least being able to look at that, I see things that you can enjoy in that. Like even when I was driving to work or like driving somewhere, and I would see my ex girlfriend's billboard outside. It would probably piss people off, or like that, like that they have to go through that every day. Right. Like this is what life has done. This is what God is doing, rubbing my ex girlfriend in my face on a giant billboard. Yeah. But I just look at it like that's like that would be a funny thing in a sitcom if like that actually. Yeah, happened. yeah, yeah. So yeah. You, really funny. Into, like, you walk out, you're like, what the fuck? You turn your negatives into a positive joke mm. or something like that. And we're fortunate that we could do that because we make jokes for a living. But it, there's other ways that you could do that. Even if you're a hairdresser, you take that negative story. And you turn it into a, a conversation you have with your client. They they find some joy in it, and you can make somebody's day better. And I think that's that's really cool that you could do that. So that's how I looked at drug dealing when I would. Uh, damn, my mom listens to this podcast. <laughs> I can't go too far, but like I don't know, just getting on a plane and you have some illegal contraband on you or something like that. Just money, like not like a gun or like drugs, yeah. but you still feel that kind of thrill. Like you know, mm. you're getting the most out of life like you're just doing cool stuff like that like i'm not i wasn't a murderer i wasn't walking around like uh, like okay with killing people or hurting anybody like that but doing stuff like that i would definitely find the thrill and and Mm -hmm. thrive off of that for sure so getting busted it's inevitable whatever's gonna happen is gonna happen you can't change it but it's kind of like when todd goes and gets like a, a juice and he's like he gets like a crazy juice instead. Yeah. Instead of his regular. Yeah, He's bro, like, you're I'm living. Gonna live today. You're living. No, Todd yeah. lives, man. He lives mostly just in the later hours of the night. Todd Whoa. does. Todd does live it up. I love your life, Todd, for sure. Thank you. I'm glad you're enjoying yourself. You got to. I mean, I live vicariously through you. <laughs> I know my family. My family. Whenever I see them, they're like, "Oh, you're always like going somewhere and doing something." I'm like, I'm fortunate enough to like have met David and all you guys. Where right. now I can like live this life of like yeah. being able to experience multiple things. Like I would never have, I would have thought in a million years that we would take a private jet to a Conor McGregor Floyd Mayweather fight in Vegas. Like Crazy. there's, I remember when we did that, we're flying there listening to Frank Sinatra and then I can see everyone just like having a great time. Right. Casey, Heath, everyone. And, at the, and like the plane gets a little turbulence oh, yeah. and my whiskey just pops up out of my drink. And like, that's when it goes slow-mo and I can just see the whiskey coming down. Oh. And it was like Frank Sinatra, New York, New York. Oh, you yeah. know, yeah. You got people doing bad stuff up in the front of the plane flying everywhere. And it's just right. like, it was so, it was such a cool visual. I was like this the whole time. <laughs> yeah. There was so shit. much turbulence. That's funny, man. That's like a scene that would it make w- it into the documentary of your life. Yeah. yeah. Make sh- it all back. Totally. It was, it was such a fun time, but yeah, like we get to do the craziest yeah, we shit. Got, we're very, you know? really, really lucky. Super fortunate. Really lucky. And then we landed that plane uh-huh. and, um, and Jack called me right away and he goes, what the fuck were you doing on that plane? I go, I don't know. Casey got it. And he was like, those go down all the time. <laughs> And I was like, really? He's like, yeah, don't ever go on a plane like that again. Oh, shit. That's, That's scary. Because it was, that was different. That was, that was like, that that was like, like a private, a private jet. It was like a, like a clanker. Like, you could like hear it. You're like. Yeah. It was like a, a jumper from, from Bali to Bora Bora, you know? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> well, that's life, man. You know, what's the point? What's the point? You got two weeks left. Make the best of it. Um, cool. Jason, thank thanks you for coming out. Yeah, thanks coming for coming on, here. Jason. You're a great guest. It was a very mature episode. Um, um, I, honestly I forgot look- we even do this with Scott. He's here yeah. sometimes too. Uh, check it out. We're trying to come up with a name, guys. 
comment below what you think a good name for this podcast that we do here. Sometimes Scott's here too. And Jason, um, you actually have a very soothing podcast voice. I like love listening to you. Why, thank you, Todd. Yeah. It's great to be here. <laughs> and I, and we're uh, I, signing thank you off. for having me. I like Scott Cast. I think it's funny that yeah, it's called Scott Cast and you do most of the talking. <laughs> <laughs> I like that too. Yeah. I don't think you're going to beat Scott Cast. I yeah, would never name Scott, Scott, Scott Cast is good. Yeah. Let's just keep that. All right, guys. Dude. Thanks for watching. Thanks Juice. for listening. Bye bye. Nerf is out cold. Don't. Nice.